Hi, this is Kim Davis. Welcome to another one-on-one podcast with DMN. And um, unusually, I'm speaking to you from San Francisco, where I'm with Joe Highland, who's CMO of On24. Welcome, Joe. Hey, Kim. Great to be here. And there's stuff going on around us out on the streets, because this is uh, a week of Dreamforce. So that's a crazy time in San Francisco, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time. I mean, you know, the, the marketing world kind of converges on San Francisco. And I said to you before, we, we sit right across the street from Mascone Center, so it's a... Uh, it's even cooler for us. Right. And you actually have a presence on the street. I mean, a lot of companies do this week, <laughs> but you're, you're out there because you have a launch today. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing something different today. Um, we're trying to challenge the status quo around marketers being data-driven, and there are many, many, many ways to spend a, a, a dollar uh, in marketing, and uh, we're perhaps biased in this, but uh, webinars, webcasts, our primary focus uh, is tends to be a pretty cost-effective way to scale your digital marketing efforts. Um, so we're challenging the ways that marketers spend money. You know, spending hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on a big, big event or a party tonight, which <laughs> wow. a lot of companies yes. are doing. Yes. Uh, what kind of results does that get? Um, so yeah, we're having fun with it. So we're, we're we're handing out handing out water bottles. We've got a, a sign twirler, much like you'd see outside of a mattress yep. store. Um, so it should be a good time. Uh, real carnival here. And <laughs> you're calling it Where's Your ROI, is that right? Yeah, yeah. The web URL is literally whereisyourroi.com. Where ROI is return on investment. Um, yeah, a- again, um, we've been fortunate enough to, um, to have some, some of the leading B2B brands using us for webinars and getting really great results. Right. Um, and I think uh, as... Uh, as marketers look at their their marketing mix and their tech stack, you have to make some important decisions and some and place some important bets uh, uh, as to where you you invest money. At the end of the day, I think it's it's really about capturing data mm-hmm. on your prospects or perhaps data on your existing customers. Um, we could talk more about it, but yeah. um, you know uh, I think that's that's a lot has changed in the world of webinars and webcasting. I don't think anyone would call it a data play ten years ago. And right now, it very much is. I think, I, yeah, that's certainly what I wanted to, to speak about because about a year ago, I wrote about on twenty four and uh, coming together with Acton, yeah. marketing automation platform. Obviously, now most of our readers, longtime readers, I hope, are familiar with on twenty four. But why don't we start at the beginning and just give us a sketch of uh, what your offering is? Yeah. Um, so on twenty four essentially invented webinars and, and the webcasting. Uh, we were founded in 1999, um, right around the time of the infamous tech bubble and then tech bust. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I wasn't with the company back then, but we've we've done a great job of, of staying um, true to our real focus, which is, again, helping companies, primarily B2B companies, um, scale their efforts digitally, primary offering being being webinars and webcasts, Um, again, a way to reach a large-scale audience. Um, So be it SAP, IBM, Microsoft, um, Intuit, uh, pretty big brands use us down to to smaller mom-and-pop organizations. There's a company called Maddie's Fund, which is, (laughs) I don't know if you're familiar with them, it's an organization uh, to uh, help um, rescue uh, shelter animals, and they they get the word out through on twenty four webinars, um, so we run a pretty wide gamut of getting um, getting the message out for small brands all the way up to big brands. That is very wide, um, and I think maybe the best introduction to the data aspect of it and how I've come to realize webinars aren't just 
a kind of a, a fun add-on, but yeah. can actually be moved much more centrally towards your, your marketing initiatives. Um, I know you're not just working with Acton, but maybe start off with that and talk about how a webinar relates to marketing automation. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question because there's some confusion on this in the market. Um, and again, and, and perhaps it, it's fair to say, you know, the world now versus 10 years ago. 10 years ago, a webinar was essentially a static way to present information to the masses. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it was great back then. And On24 was fortunate enough to build a, a, nice, a nice book of business off of that. What we've seen in the last three or four years, and the Acton partnership is one example of that, um, is a real data play. Um, as a marketer, my challenge is how to get information on the masses, right? So we, you know, we, we have a database ourselves of millions of, of contacts, some of which are customers, you know, some of which are not. And the more information that we can gather on people, that, um, that proclivity to purchase is incredibly powerful, and it, it, it's truthfully worth a lot of money. Um, so these partnerships that you talk about, whether it's Acton, Marketo, Pardot, um, uh, Eloqua, HubSpot, um, this is really about capturing data. And for us, that's everything that an attendee does during a webinar. Right. If they're active, if they're looking at content within the resources section, if they're asking questions, their answers to polls, all of that data is captured and then fed back into whatever marketing automation platform uh, our customer has, uh, as well as their, their CRM, you know, most of the time that's Salesforce these days. Well, that's powerful, right? Yes. Once you know all this information on someone, you have more data to determine how loyal will they be if they're an existing customer and what is the likelihood that they're going to buy. Should someone should someone in your SDR team call them yet or should you put them into a different nurture, nurture track, right? Yeah. So the webinar has really become for us um, an, an entry point into knowing more about your prospect. So it's really a data play. There's a couple of aspects to that I'd like to explore. And... Um, one is a little bit more what happens within the, the webinar because, I mean, I've been on the yeah. end of hosting webinars. Yeah. I'm sitting in front of a dashboard, yeah. and I see a lot of stuff going on. And uh, I can understand there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. There are people asking uh, specific questions, not necessarily questions for the speaker, but like, sure. how do I get hold of this? Can you give me a link for this? Is there a white paper on this? That's all being captured, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. Like all those questions are being captured, and for us, we we then score all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so with our technology partnerships, uh, some of which we just mentioned, all that data is being captured, and then it funnels into and feeds into the lead score that you have. So you again, if it's a demand gen um, example, you now have. Um, uh, your lead lead accounts by prioritization, right? Like, so who should be passed over to sales? Where where should your SDRs focus? What sticks within marketing? Um, yeah, so again, I remember 10, 12, 15 years ago doing webinars and yeah. you're frantically writing questions down. Like, the world yes. has changed, <laughs> right? Like, um, yeah. technology has caught up with that and it's all captured. Yeah. And the other aspect of it, of course, is that from the outside, you can take the person's activity activity at the webinar and put that into the context of what they've been doing in other environments and other contexts. Once you've fed it back into marketing automation, yeah. you know what else they've done with the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that, that's exactly right. Um, we actually just came out with um, something as a, a partnership with, with Salesforce where we're capturing um, all this data that we've talked about 
Um, and then, because Salesforce, it can get somewhat complicated. There's a lot of lead records, right? And yes. if, 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 if anyone listening to this is familiar with a, um, you know, a Salesforce lead record, there can be, at times, hundreds of pieces of information, wow, emails yeah. they open, right? Like they visited a website, and it's difficult to track all of that. Um, so what we've done is we've now fed in all of the webinar scores. So every, uh, what we're calling an opportunity profiler, so every point of intersection that that leader prospect has had with all of your content. Um, yeah. So it's just an, another way to track and score and, and determine appropriate follow-up. Right. And also we touched on this already, but cost-effective. Yeah. Um, marketing is expensive. Yeah, um, sure. Big events are, ex- I mean, events are very expensive. What, why are webinars such a cost-effective way of reaching people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so I, I joined on 24 uh, about a year and a half ago, and I came for a, a couple reasons. One was I was a, I had been a, a customer multiple times, so I was familiar with the platform, and I you know I thought it was a re- respected company and um, an incredibly well respected product. Um, so that was core. The second was the the opportunity for me to to market to marketers, being right. a marketer myself, of course. Um, that was exciting, right? Um, so I think. Um, I, I, I think there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of power in in um, in in webinars because you can scale so quickly. Uh, a quick example: and Microsoft went out on on the road and presented on this uh, in the past year. Microsoft, in partnership with Marketo and on Twenty Four, scaled from a couple webinars a week to over 130 a week. Wow! So thousands, yeah, right? And, um, you know, their bill to us did not go up by 100x. Um, so they did it in a cost-effective way. But the reason, and this is for me what's exciting, the reason they scaled those webinars was not just volume. It wasn't just activity. They measured everything. And they found a linkage between those attendees who came to a webinar and had not yet bought and ultimately purchasing decisions. And they, they, they determined 7.2% of prospects who attend webinars go on to buy. Yeah. And so with that data, they hit the accelerator, right? I mean, so they, they, they put a ton of effort and strategy and focus into their webinar programs. Um, that's difficult to do with in-person events. It's difficult to do um, in a CPL world or an SEM world. And I'm not saying those aren't important mixes mm-hmm. for a marketer, um, but webinars are one of the few ways where you can kind of demonstrably increase the volume without demonstrably increasing the cost. Interesting. Now, I know there are some people playing in the live event space now and trying to do this kind of yeah. granular, real-time capturing of data yeah. about people's activity at events like Dreamforce, sure. for example. Sure. Uh, is that something of interest? Uh, is ON24 very much committed to the webinar path going forwards? Yeah. Or is it part of a roadmap you can't share? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, it's a great question. And you know what's interesting is there's a difference between um, – or, or, or some sort of a line of demarcation between our own marketing strategy and what we'll do as a company. Oh. So I, as a marketer, am committed to in-person events. We mm-hmm. have an annual customer conference that we're, we're going to launch for the first time ever this year, which we're really excited about. We, we do, we do roadshows. You and I are sitting together face-to-face. There's, there's nothing like an in-person meeting, right. and we don't, we don't try to completely eliminate that. Um, for, for On24, the, the, the product uh, and our company... I think will always be some sort of a digital marketing platform. Right. So our DNA, our heritage is is really in in big online events. So we've we've moved into the video analytics space. 
um, uh, it's really just an adjacent market. So we'll sure. keep looking for ways to help adding value to our existing customers. But no, there's, you're not going to see a big shift. You know, you're not going to see On24 coming out with, you know, an event app where you can track okay. usage at an event. It's just not really our core focus. Other companies do that, and they're better at it than us. Okay, good. Do you want to talk a little bit more about the video analytics? That sounds interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's something I'm passionate about. Um, for me, I think there are a couple of, of great ways to disseminate content. And we've seen content proliferation in the last couple of years, right? Yeah. As people are self-educating more and more, much like you see in the consumer space that's mirrored to the B2B space, um, what most marketers are doing, on 24 included, is creating so much more content, right? Yes. Like content is just exploding. But how do you have people consume that content? You know, what's the best way to deliver and disseminate that content? Um, we feel webinars are an incredibly, again, cost-effective way to do that, right? It's very active. You have someone's mm-hmm. attention. Um, and I'm not saying websites will go away, but people don't go to a website for an hour where they might go to a webinar for an hour. So there's an advantage there. For me, the other is video. Yes. Uh, it's just an incredibly engaging way to consume content. But, again, I think in this data-driven world that we live in where marketers need to be data-driven – got to be capturing information during that so if you don't know how long someone watched the video when they trailed off in aggregate and specific user if you have them cookied Mm -hmm. right you're missing the boat so what we've we've tried to do and i think we've done quite successfully is we've added onto our webinar platform with something that we call on 24 video um aptly name i hoped uh, and it's, it really takes a lot of the benefits of our webinar platform in terms of delivering you know, rich media um, in an engaging way, but right. tracking everything that happens. And that's a really uh, interesting and contested space at the moment, just yeah. how you track yeah. people's responses to videos. You yeah. know, is it time spent? Is it, does it not matter? Do they get everything in the first five seconds? I mean, there's a lot happening there. Yeah, for me, because um, uh, this is a, a space... Um, and, and a segment of the market that I was interested in well before I, I came to One Twenty Four. So I, I come from an interesting perspective um, on this. For me, I, I think of it in two ways. One is aggregate and one is individual. Um, as you're creating content, there's nothing more valuable than getting um, a, a some sort of a feedback loop on is the content working or not. And it's really valuable. And I remember five years ago, you'd create all these videos and you think, I hope people like them. Yeah. And you determine if they liked them based off of how many clicks you got or how, yes. many, how many views. But what's a view? Did they, to your point, did they just watch five seconds and then they shut it down because yeah. you started pitching product and they got bored? And now you know that, right? And so, um, and again, for us, we, 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 we feel someone who's committed to webinars and they get great results with webinars and, and, and you know, that, that's what our customers are seeing. It's just a logical next step to add in right. video. So for us, this is logical for our existing customers. We have 1,500 customers um, growing pretty fast right now. We're adding about you know, five or 700 customers a year, so, so explosive growth in the last few years. Um, I think it's a logical addition to, to webinars. Um, and then the other area is per lead. So you, you talked about ActOn and Marketo and Eloqua and HubSpot, all this data that's coming back. What we try to do for our customers is give them data not just on their webinar attendees, but also on their their video their video viewers. So, um, for me, it's it's a logical 
adjacent market, you know, versus doing something for in, in event. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, okay. That's a, an interesting market. I'm not going to see it grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. For, for me, I think you need to do more than just video. Yeah. So there are some um, there are some video only players out there, and I think yes. the logical step for them is to it's video plus what it, it. I think it can't just be video, but or maybe I'm wrong. Um, uh, if they're going to survive, so so for us, that's why it's webinars plus video, and we'll add. I think we'll add other pieces of content as well. Right, so it's nice to know someone downloaded your white yeah. paper. How far did they read? Yes. So that's that's something we're exploring, right? Like, uh, can 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 we can we capture every every page that someone consumes? We can. Uh, should that feed back into your marketing automation system? I think people would like that. Okay, well, that's um, great. Look into the future there. Yeah, <laughs> we could we could develop this at length, but we're we're out of time. So, Joe, thanks very much for sharing your thoughts with us. Yeah, Kim, thanks for coming in. This is great. And this is Kim Davis. Join us for the next one-on-one podcast.